This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Good morning, church. Um, such a privilege for me this morning to, to be able to share with you guys. And um, yeah, it's just such an amazing time that we're living in. And with everything happening around the world and everything that's been happening this week um yeah it's just i felt um the word that the lord has laid on my heart this morning it's just so applicable for this um and yeah i'm really excited to share this morning a bit a bit about my story a bit about my testimony i was actually um very encouraged the other the other morning when george preached um when he said we must share more of testimony and speak more of what the lord has done our life in, in your life um, and this morning I'm gonna chat about that a bit and um, yeah also just actually two parts um, but before I get to that let me just introduce myself my name is Kiron Conradi and I live in Durbanville I've been part of the Shofar family for almost 10 years now um, studied in Stellenbosch and I, I'm married to the most beautiful and amazing wife in the world called Mika. Um, I recently became a father of just the cutest and most beautiful daughter called Lily. Um, so yeah, we're really blessed um, with an amazing family and yeah, the Lord has, has, has really walked a, a journey with me, um, especially um, with my wife and how I met my wife and it's actually something that I'm going to share about this morning as well. Um, it's just the story of how we met and how the Lord came and really shook us uh it was really a godly encounter i know we're busy with um a series called godly encounter god encounters and um you know it was really a godly encounter that happened and it's such a big part of my testimony that i want to share a bit today um but yeah let's just close close our eyes before i start and then then we'll we'll be going yes father thank you for this privilege this morning just to come before you father and just to worship you lord you're the king of kings and the lord of lords and father you you know there's there's no end to the love father that you have for us and for this country and for this world father and we just thank you for that thank you that your grace is efficient father and yeah father thank you for the joy that there is in in seeking you lord and um and laying down our lives before you father um you know, Father, I pray for for the words that I'm going to speak this morning. I pray that you that it will be your words, Father, not my words, but your words, Lord, and that your that your Holy Spirit will really speak through me, Father. And our know, Father, just the message that that you laid on laid on my heart for this morning, Father. I pray that it will fall on fertile fertile ground, Father, and that it will really speak into people's hearts, Father, that's going maybe through tough times or you know just a bit confused or fearful of what's happening around us, Lord, and um, yeah, Father, I just I just pray for against any distractions from the enemy this morning, and yeah, Father, we just give this time to you now, Lord, and consecrate this time, Father, in Jesus' name, Amen. Cool. So, um, like I said, my my sermon or that I'm going to give this morning is actually two parted. Um, the the topic is seeking the kingdom and finding eternal joy. Um, and I've really come to realize that those two things is actually so linked to each other. 
Um, we can't really find joy and find eternal joy in the Lord without seeking the kingdom of God um, and, and um, laying, laying down our lives before him. Um, and our scripture for for this year is also Matthew 6.33 that says, For seek the kingdom of God and you will add all these things to us. Um, and that also ties so nicely into my testimony that I'm going to share a bit about now. I've only got 20 to 25 minutes, so I can't share my whole testimony. I would love to. Um, so if you if it really speaks to you this morning and speaks into your heart, you can always contact me um, or contact the church. I would love to share more um, about it with you. But I'm just going to touch on some of the main parts um, the Lord laid on my heart. And that's applicable to, to, my, to um, the sermon this morning. So like I said, I am married to an amazing wife. We've been married for just over five years now. Um, I've known her for around 10 years. We actually met um, at the end of my grade 11 year. Um, so still very, still very young. Um, met her on Stolbite's Beach. <laughs> um, actually, at Stolbite Dutchies in the beard bed. So um, first moment I saw her, I was completely head over heels in love. Um, was the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen in my life. And um, yeah, I was just, one of my best friends was with me. I just told, told him that, that day, listen, I want to marry this girl. <laughs> and um, I know she felt the same. She wouldn't went admit it. Um, she actually had a boyfriend at the, at the time. But yeah, I know she felt the same about me. Um, but anyway, fell in love with her. Um, and fast forward two months, February in our matric year, we, we started dating. Um, and yeah, our, our relationship didn't really kick off in the in the best way, um, or not in the best way, but in the in a in a biblical spiritual way, if I can call it that, like that. Um, obviously, we met in a beer tent. So um, at that stage, we both were Christians, but weren't really. We were one foot in the world, one foot in the in the kingdom. Um, weren't really spirit led um, at that stage. But yeah, really loved each other um, and really had an amazing time together. Um, then came first year, both went to Stellenbosch, we actually both slotted into Shofar um, in our first year. And um, yeah, our, our relationship just grew and we just became more and more crazy about each other. But yeah, it came to a point where it was a bit unhealthy because we were so dependent on each other and um, we were so, yeah, kind of couldn't live with, without each other. and. I remember so so clearly the one day we actually told each other we won't know we don't know what what we'll do now if we would have to break up or if um, if yeah this ended or anything like that and I just realized this 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 is becoming a bit a bit um, too much um, or it's not healthy and the one night I was sitting in church and um, yeah the Lord spoke so clearly in, in my heart. Um, that stage, I, I didn't have such an intimate relationship with the Lord yet, but I, I remembered like yesterday, the Lord laying, laying on my heart, listen, um, you must break up with, with Mika. And I was heartbroken and I was like, no, this, I, I love this woman so much and why do we need to break up? And um, But yeah, I, I, I couldn't deny the fact that the Lord spoke to me and that I had an encounter with him in church. So. The person that I am, very black and white, very disciplined, um, go-getter. After church, I went to speak with my mentor that I had at the stage, with my roommate that was actually the one of the only spiritual friends that I had at, this, at that time. 
and I told him about this and um, what the Lord told me and I asked him to pray with me and to pray and that evening and we prayed together went to sleep the next morning my mom actually sent me a a chapter out of the Bible Psalm 37 um, and I read through it didn't really know exactly what the Lord was trying to say to me through that or what it meant um, and literally still that morning two three hours later um, became my my girlfriend at that time my wife now sent me a, a, a whatsapp or sms i don't know what it was that like back then um telling with a picture of psalm 37 verse 4 and 5 and basically explaining that two sentences um and i'm quickly going to read it for you i'm reading out of the amplified bible psalm 37 verse 4 says delight yourself also in the lord and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart Commit your way to the Lord. Um, trust also in Him, and He will bring it to pass. Sure, and that was just such a God encounter to me. And I mean, even through people, the word came through people, and through um, obviously first from the Lord, but confirmed um, by this by my mom, and even even Mika herself. And I just knew, listen, this is the Lord speaking, and I I, I must listen to Him. Um, and it was yes, I was heartbroken because, like I said, I was so head over heels in love with this woman um but i just knew in my heart that it wasn't healthy and we weren't putting the lord first we were putting ourselves and each other first um and and that's a recipe for success uh, for not for success for disaster um so i called mika i told her listen i'm gonna come in i want to come and speak to you this evening um about something serious i went there actually made a list of a lot of stuff that i wanted to repent to her about. So I first did that and then I told her, listen, I really felt the Lord um, saying to me that we should break up and really seek Him. Um, uh, our, our relationship isn't at a very healthy place at the moment and yeah, we, we need to put Him first um, for Him to be able to bless this. And yeah, it was a, obviously very hard, but at the end um, we both agreed that this is what we're going to do. We're going to seek the Lord in everything that we do and if it is well, then he will bring us together again. Um, so, yeah. The, what happened after that actually is a testimony on its own. Um, I, I don't have time to tell all of that, but Mika went on an amazing journey. Um, I actually felt a bit, fell a bit into a hole, into this world, um, into partying and a lot of stuff. And mainly because I didn't have people and a community of friends and accountability around me that, that could carry me and help me and keep me to to that promise that me and Mika made to each other. Um, so yeah, it took a few months for me to get out of that hole and to realize again and actually through people and through Mika um, really came and shook me again and um, told me again, listen, this is what we committed to. Um, so I started picking up the pieces and started going on that journey of seeking the Lord. Um, and one of the main, one of the big things that the Lord told told me at that stage was um, that I should let go of some of my friendships or some of the things that I've been doing with friends because um, it's not healthy for my relationship with the Lord. And I actually came, yeah, uh, obviously being like I said, black and white. I stopped going out. I stopped doing a lot of those things, talking about the stuff that people they, they talked about. And um, it wasn't long when I came to a place where I didn't really have any friends or good friends or people that's that's broke into my life and it was tough 
um, and I've prayed about it. And um, this is now about six, seven months um, after me and Mika broke up. And we actually started talking again. That's all another testimony as well. Um, and she prayed with me. And was at the I think February in in, in our second year. Um, we were in church the one day, and Sias came to me after the service and he told me, "Listen, I want to want to go and have coffee with you." Um, and I was like, at that stage, I didn't really understand the whole relationship thing in church with the pastor, with the leaders. So it was a bit weird for me, but I was like, awesome. Um, and the next morning, Monday morning, we went to the NLC, grab a coffee. And one of the first things that Sias told me was, listen, um, the, whole, the Lord just laid it on my heart very specifically that I need to tell you that he's going to bless you with great friends and great people that's going to speak into your life. And I was like, who told you, <laughs> who told you this thing? Well, how do you know what's going on? Um, it was like the Lord was speaking to me and um, it was so amazing. And I told him, obviously, the whole story, everything that I um, was going through at the moment, because he didn't know anything about it. Um, and yeah, that was really, he, he invited me on, on mission to go to the Middle East with him. And that's really where my life changed dramatically. Um, I met great people on that mission trip. I met great people in the church, started friendships there. That's still today, um, nine years later, eight years later, I'm still very strong. And um, yeah, it was really, and me, me, me and Mika then in that time got back together slowly and really, yeah, it was such a renewal in our relationship because both of us went separately and we found the Lord um, and we seek Him. Um, and then, like you said in the scripture, then He'll give us the desires of our heart. And the amazing thing about that is a lot of times when we do that, when we really go and seek the Lord, um, that the desires that we initially had and that we thought we had actually changes because when we meet with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, then He comes and shapes our life in a, in a different way um, and it brings us different desires that's there to build up his kingdom and um, so i knew us coming back together was was part of his plan to build his kingdom um and yeah after that our relationship was obviously there were still challenges um but it was such a on a different level and so amazing and we start, went together on missions mission trips and just yeah had the most amazing time in the church and i'm so thankful for shofar for um, or not Shofar, but, but the people in Shofar and the community that really um, took our hands and helped us to grow. And we grew as leaders in the church, became cell leaders and district leaders and all of that. Um, and in that journey, and that's that's part of, my sermon, part of my sermon story that I want to tell this morning, is the Lord started walking a road with me with regards to joy. Um, and joy in the Lord, like I said in my topic, eternal joy. Um, and yeah, that's it's it's um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a journey, if I can tell it like that, of ten years where I've been seeking what it means to really have joy in the Lord and to to find joy in Him. Um, because there's two there's two sides of it you get joy and eternal joy that we read in scripture about and then you get happiness and happiness is something that's tempor temporal and something it's more of an emotion that we experience towards something that happened or something nice in our life um, but joy is really something that fulfills us from the inside and is lasting and isn't the big thing it isn't dependent on our circumstances or what's happening around us um, and if you actually look at the scripture You'll see that 430 times in scripture the lord speaks about joy or joyfulness um, and only 10 times about happiness and 
yeah, I actually read a, a piece the other day that really made so much sense for me and so it's such a nice picture of what joy means. Um, joy flows from realizing our position in Christ, who you are in Him and what He has done for you. And I'm just going to read it again. Joy flows from realizing our position in Christ, who you are in Him and what He has done for you. And it's so accurate for me because... Um, it's something that I've, over this 10-year journey that I've walked um, since this testimony that I've told you now, um, something that I've seen more and more and really come to realize is that my joy, and I'm not talking about a good feeling, but really that joy of the Lord that we get from the Lord and being fulfilled um, doesn't come from any circumstances. It comes from really tapping into His presence, knowing who we are in Him and what He has done for us on the cross. Um, and... Yeah, for me, like I said, I've been walking this this road now. And when I was in university, no, actually, another short testimony I want to want to tell you guys about is um, is that from I was from the day I was in university or from school, you always have this idea of where you want to be one day, and you want to marry a beautiful woman and get children and could get a good job and be successful in life. Um, and that's going to make me happy. Once I get there, everything is going to be fine. Um, and I've really experienced a lot of those things in the last 10 years. And I've married my princess. Um, I've, I have a beautiful daughter. I, I live, I mean, I'm sitting on my stoop now. Um, you can see this is another testimony, but I'm living on the most um, beautiful farm just outside of Durbanville um, in a beautiful home. And financially, business-wise, I've had success and um, yeah, abundance and there's been times in that recently where I didn't experience joy and fulfillment um, and all of those times it was at, it was at a place where I came where I my my intimacy with the Lord wasn't there or my seeking that seeking the Lord wasn't there that fire wasn't there and it doesn't matter how good it was going um, externally with me I didn't experience that joy and that fulfillment um, and that brings me to where we are actually right now in the world with a pandemic going on and everything being chaos. I mean, this week, there's so much stuff that happened. Um, if we look at um, what happened in Durban and even around, close around us, um, all the looting. And if you look out of that, to that out of a natural um, way and out of our natural eye, it there's no way you can be happy about it or experience joy um, and you ask yourself like how can I be happy in a world like this or in a country like this but then you know I just get so comforted when I read my word and I read the scripture and I see see testimonies and see how the Lord can bring us joy despite of anything that's going on around us and I've really experienced that in my own life um, and I'm still it's still a work in process I mean I'm not there at all I'm learning I'm still falling in the trap of um, being too driven in the world sometimes, but I've really tasted and seen that joy isn't dependent on those things. And, and there's a there's a scripture in two Corinth. Um, if you're gonna read it to us, um, where is that scripture now? Two Corinthians eight, um, from verse one. Um, I'm gonna read, and it's actually about the church in Macedonia. Um, let me just quickly read it. We want to tell you further, brethren, about the grace of God, which has been evident in the churches of Macedonia, arousing them this desire to give alms. 
For in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation, their abundance of joy and their depth of poverty together have flowed in wealth of lavish generosity on their part. I'm going to read that verse 2 again. For in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation, their abundance of joy and their depth of poverty together have overflowed in wealth of lavish generosity on their part. I'm just going to read a bit further. For as I can bear witness, they gave according to their ability. Yes, and beyond their ability. And they did it voluntarily. Begging us most insistently for the favor and the fellowship of contributing in this administration for the relief and support of the saints in Jerusalem. Now verse 5 is my last um, verse that I'm going to read. Nor was this gift of theirs merely the um, contribution that we expected. But first, they gave themselves to the Lord and to us as his agents by the will of God, entirely disregarding their personal interests. They gave as much as they possibly possibly could, having put themselves at our disposal to be directed by the will of God. So how powerful is this? It, it makes me think so much about the time that we're living in now. Um, these people was in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation. They were they were in the depth of poverty, um, but they found joy in that time, and they really they really threw themselves towards um, like in like we read in verse first. In, in verse 5 first towards the Lord and then towards the church and they just gave not just financially but also their time and um, their giftings they just gave um, because they just felt this contentment and this joy in the Lord um, regardless of what was going on around them um, and I just want to encourage us today that we're living in a time where where these things and these tri tribulations is happening around us and um, if you if we look at it, at it like I said previously, out of a natural eye, um, it just seems chaos, and we want to go overseas or run away. But there's so much joy still that we can find in the Lord, and there's such a revival that's going to happen um, in this time. If we look at the prophecies at the end times, um, and we're living in the end times, that there's so many prophecies of these things that's going to happen around us before the Lord is going to come. Um, and we need to rejoice in that and we need to persevere in that um, because that's going to make us stronger. And we need to come together as a church and be a voice to the world out there uh, because people are hopeless. It's, I've seen videos this week of people's, people just being so negative and so hopeless. Um, and we've got the secret. We've got the, the answer for people um, to bring hope in this times. And I'm not disregarding people that's going through tough times and that have lost their jobs or lost people. Um, I mean, those things are tough and it's we mourn with them and it's, it's really bad. But um, if we get to a place where we really take ourselves out of that situation, there's a nice scripture. I think it's in, in um, James where it says like once we conquer these things and once we give over to the Lord and love people around us, um, we get crowned with a... Um, the crown of life um, and I always go back to that scripture because it's almost like if we can in the tribulations that we're in and in, in the situation can pull ourselves a bit out of that and really still love people and still serve um, then the Lord comes and he gives us a crown that says listen you've conquered the, the stuff that's going on around you and the tribulations and the, and yes the crown of life um, that kind of takes you above that even though you're still experiencing the emotions in that and it's tough um, but you get lifted above that um, 
and can still experience that fulfillment and that joy and that peace that real always put peace and joy together because it's something that goes together so well um so yeah this morning i just really want to encourage um anyone that's listening to to this 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 story and to um the sermon that that they there's so much joy to be found in the Lord, um, and I can testify of it in my in my marriage, in my life, um, and I want to really pray with you this morning, um, and really, yeah, really trust with you that if you feel something going on in your heart and um, with regards to this message, and you feel hopeless, um, I want to encourage you to 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 throw yourself into the Word, um, and sometimes it's going to mean. That we, you need to sacrifice something, something that's close to you and near to you, like I, I had to do. Um, but the reward that's that comes with that um, is just so so beautiful and so amazing. And I'm so thankful for for what the Lord has done in me through sacrifices that I had to make, um, and how some of those sacrifices later on, like my wife, be brought back after I, I seek Him first, um, and. The last scripture that I want to read, that's one of my favorite scriptures, is in Romans 5, as 1 to 5. And that says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice um, in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that sufferings produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope that does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So, I always come here when I'm going through a tough time to the scripture, because I know that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and that produces hope. And the Lord is so interested in our character, sometimes more than our in destination or our calling, because it's our character that's going to take us there. And then we've got the special, our X factor, it's the Holy Spirit that's with us every step of the way, everywhere we go. Every time we, we experience fear or discouragement, we've got the Holy Spirit that, that will carry us. Or when we speak to somebody um, that's in disbelief, um, we can trust in the Holy Spirit to give us the words or the knowledge of what to do in that time. Um, so yeah, I think my time is has run out now. Um, there's still so much that I can sp- speak about with regards to this topic. Um, and uh, yeah, I, like I said, I just really feel it's so applicable um, for the time that we're living in. Um, and also to the word that the Lord has given to show for this year about seeking Him first. And then He will add add on to us um, all the other things. Um, but yeah, let's. I want to encourage anyone out there that that's that resonates to this message um i'm going to pray for us now and also if you don't know the lord um if you don't have a relationship with him there's going to be a link in the the description and a cell phone number um on the screen that's going to pop up that you can call or message um to connect with um with us and with the church um and i want to encourage you to do that because that changed my life um what changed like i like i said now once I surrounded myself with people, um, with positive people, people in the church, in my inner circle, it changed my life. And um, it sometimes take a bit out of us to make that step. And I'm not saying leave the people out there in the world because it's them that need 
needs the Lord, obviously, but we need to surround in our inner circle, surround ourselves with people that can build us up and that can carry us in tough times and that can keep us, keep us accountable. Um, so yeah, I'm going to pray for us now. So in your heart, if you feel um, you want to respond to this, um, put up your hand or resonate in your heart and just receive this prayer now. Um, yeah, our Father, thank you for for this message this morning. Um, and thank you for your goodness and your love, Father. Thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. You've laid down your life for us so that we can live and that we can bear witness um, in this world, Father. And thank you, Father, that we're not bound to the principalities and things of this world. And we, our joy and our peace is not determined on what happens around us, Father. Um, but it's determined on, on, on you, Father, and the way that we seek you and the way that we lay down our lives before you father and that um once we get to realize father the power in that father it can it comes and really changes our lives and i want to pray for the people out there today lord that that's experiencing fear that's experiencing um disbelief in our country in the times that we're living that's that's just sad father or just um doesn't have people around them that loves them father i want to pray for that people i want to Father, ask that you come and show them, Father, just your Father heart, and come and show them how much you love them. And yeah, Lord, I pray that I pray for our country, I pray for our leaders, Father. Thank you for the leaders that you've set up ahead of us, Father. Um, I pray that you'll really speak to them and reveal yourself to them as well, Lord. And um, yeah, Father, I'm so expecting to see what you're going to do in this time um, and in the chaos that's going on in this world, Father. I'm so excited to just see what, what you're going to do because i know father you're busy building your kingdom you're busy raising up laborers you're busy with a revival father and um yeah lord i pray that we will come together as a church and as believers and just come along with on that journey father and yeah lord we just come and lay down all our all our idols in our own life all those things that we hold on to so dearly father we come and give you and say father take it father from us and use us father use our talent use whatever we have to give father to build your kingdom father um now lord we don't pray this because we deserve it but only in your name amen thanks guys um thank you for listening this morning and i hope i hope it encouraged you um and i want to encourage you to to reach out to reach out to the church and i i just pray that it's going to be such an amazing week and such a blessed week for you thank you for listening remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar tv go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share Sing.